What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it's another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. We're talking the gym real estate company today. Landlords are scrutinizing your business plan and financials more than ever. So historically, it was generally a good idea to have a business plan if you wanted to lease a building, especially if you were a startup. The landlord and the listing agent would request this because they needed to vet you, especially if you had never owned a business before. They wanted to see this. And typically, you know, they're going to maybe thumb through it, but most landlords are, you know, they're not, uh, they're not reviewing this like Shark Tank, right? They just want to get an idea that you believe that you're going to be able to afford the rent. And then they're going to ask for a PFS, which is a personal financial statement. This is going to show how much cash you have on hand and what your liabilities, things like that you owe money on, like your mortgage, a car payment, any loans that you have, and assets, right? They versus what you owe, you know, what you own, right? You have a mortgage payment of X, but you own this house that's worth Y, whatever it may be. You guys know how a PFS, a personal financial statement is. This I'm hoping you do. So with all that being said, back in the day, they were recommended, but I'll be honest, I experienced very few as a gym owner myself, transactions where anyone ever asked for this. Now, when I leased the, the largest building, um, I, what, it was, I was asked for uh, copies of my P&L and balance sheets for the past year. That was one, that was, that was like in 20, oh fuck. It was in 2014, thir- it was thir- yeah, 2013 or 2012 even maybe. I moved to my second location. And the main reason was because my current location was right next door and it was 1,800 square feet. And I was moving into a 7,100 square foot spot, which makes sense. If I'm the listing agent, the landlord, I want to know that. But what's crazy now, and this a lot of this has to do with COVID and the unfortunate, unfortunate failure of a lot of gyms during COVID that were financially running thin. A lot of landlords and listing agents are asking for this information at every transaction now. So when I'm looking right now with, you know, with clients that we have across the nation, I'm telling them the second they sign with us to work with us, you need to get me last year's P&L, the last 12 months, broken down by month, because I need to have this ready to go. Because if we go inquiring on a site, I know I'm going to get asked. If we get to a point where we're doing, like after we do a walkthrough and things like that and things are looking like this could go that way, I'm going to get asked instantly for me to provide financials. I'll have gym owners be like, well, what kind of TI package are they going to give me? And I typically will respond, I don't know, but I can give you a 50-50% guess that they're not going to even discuss that with you until they see your financials. But what way, why? Well, why would a landlord want to tell you, oh, I'll give you $30 per square foot in upfit TI, in tenant improvement, meaning the landlord will pay $30 per square foot and what, you know, do the math on that for you to use in construction to upfit the place for your business. Why would the landlord make a financial commitment to someone he has no idea what their financial standing is? Remember, I feel a lot of small business owners, we, we all work our asses off and some of us financially run it pretty thin, right? We have pretty low profit margins. 
Um, and I'm not talking about those that do it by design and purposely. I'm talking about those that just, that's the tail of the tape. Their expenses are almost as high as their revenue. But we work real hard in the business. So when someone else is a little skeptical about like our business, we, we kind of get a little offended. And I, I do, I work with some gym owners who will be like, well, what was that guy's problem? Why is he, you know, why won't he have a discussion with us on TI or whatever it is, unless he sees my financials? Real quick, before we get back to the podcast, if you are currently dealing with a problem in your business, instead of you trying to DIY this and go on gym owner Facebook groups and ask a bunch of strangers questions, I would highly recommend you understand how much money and time you're wasting when you could have just shot me a DM on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk, explain to me the problem you've got. And if I'm the right person, I'll solve it for you. I will engineer the solution and I will help you and empower you to execute it on your own. And then once the problem's solved, Fire me and get back on with kicking ass with your gym. But I'm here to solve your problems quickly and efficiently. If you've got one, shoot me a DM on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. Be like, because well, he's running a business too. And he probably you're not the only suitor for this location. Though at the end of the day, the landlord really it does he doesn't care what goes in there as much as he cares can you can you afford to be there? Like you know, I tell you guys, I want the, your rent to be about 25% of your total monthly revenue, not more. Because that's going to leave plenty of room for other things in the business. And you're not going to be, you know, rent broke every single month. Well, the landlord wants the same thing. So if anyone is listening to this, whether you're planning on working with the gym real estate company or you've got a broker or whatever you're going to do, make sure you have your financials ready to go. So, and I don't just mean the P, like, don't just go to your QuickBooks and download last year's P&L. And this is why we do this for our clients, but you're going to want to create a pro forma to show at least three years into that lease what the business performance is going to look like. So what we do is we take your pro forma and we know your market, we know your model type, we know what the average growth is based on your market, based on your model, because, well, this is what we do for a fucking living. And we're able to go ahead and create a realistic but practical financial projection. And then show up on day one with that for the listing agent or landlord. Now, if you're thinking of buying a building, I mean, this, is a, you, this isn't even, a, this is a non-negotiable. The bank is gonna request this. So when we prepare these for our clients, they're able to use it for the bank. They're able to use it for any landlords that wanna see. And then they're also just able to use it in their own business. We've had clients call back, you know, months later after we've done the deal, and they're like, dude, I, uh, I've been measuring my actual numbers compared to the pro forma, you know, and it's pretty dead on. We actually exceeded a few months. Thanks so much. Like it's a, it is a very helpful business tool to have a properly prepared financial projection. Cause as a business owner, you're typically what's happening now, what happened last month, but rarely are you guys doing a lot of time, you know, playing Nostradamus, trying to guess into the future which is exactly what a pro forma is. To the best of your knowledge, what can this business expect to do in the future based on what it's done in the past and what it's doing currently? So that is one of the elements that's in our suite of services that you cannot get from a traditional broker. A traditional broker cannot, nor would they ever help you prepare financial documents. So uh, one last thing on this, when you are thinking about your business today, and the business decisions you make, 
make sure you're thinking about this with your next move in mind. So for example, gym owner gets on a call with us for the gym real estate company and says, I have to be out of my building in six months. That's being sold, all that. I would like to work with you guys to find a new location. Cool. We start digging into the situation more and the gym owner is in an expensive market. His business does a, a pretty solid amount of revenue, but the profit over the past 24 months has been really low. Mainly the owner finally just started paying himself more, which is fine. I'm, I'm all for that. However, as much as I want the owner to pay himself more, the dude also has to play chess, not checkers. So by him, you know, essentially sucking almost all the profit out of the business and distributing that to him, we now have to, if we're going to use this, we have to be, we have to go, you know, kind of explain to the landlord, well, though, okay, more money was going towards owner distributions because his balance sheets are, are crap. He doesn't have a ton of cash anymore because he's taken it all. Right, when people, a lot of people be like, "Well, if you just show profit, you don't really have to." T you know, that's all the landlord. What? No, 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 no. That's it's not just. You can show profit, but there's also the balance sheet. The balance sheet is what's left in the account. So you can show me in a in the past, you know, six months, Stu, um, I've had uh, sixty thousand dollars of profit in six months. Cool. When I match that with the balance sheet, and there's not sixty thousand dollars in the business checking account, you are going to have to account for that. The banks will be like, where the fuck is it? The landlord's going to say, where the fuck is it? it it's, I mean, these are things that anyone with even a, a halfway decent financial education at, in looking at P&Ls is going to ask. So again, this is something that you've got to be thinking of. Are you, are you spending all your profit right now? Well, maybe that's not a good idea if you were planning to ask to borrow money. If you were planning to you know, lease a space that is expensive and you're not a you know a national franchise and the, and the landlord's never heard of you and he wants to know, you know, pen to paper, black and white numbers, can you afford this shit? So those are some things to take into consideration, guys. When you're thinking about this, landlords are being far, far more strict and uh, regimented in what they want prepared for them financially. And we're seeing this in everything. I mean, I'm seeing this in pretty much most suburban and urban markets across the board, the rural markets, you know, the, the good old country boy who owns that warehouse, eh, not so much. But even in like a very sm much smaller, like tier two markets, we are getting these requests now. So please, uh, if you decide to work with us, make sure you've got a QuickBooks account or something similar. You've got an accountant ready to go that can get us these numbers because without it, we might have a really hard time leasing property for you. Until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.